Hi, this is Kate Norini at Powderhorn Park, and welcome to episode three of Powderhorn Park Presents. Hi, I'm Liz, and I'm the producer of the podcast. Hi, my name is Serena. I am 12, and I like talking to my friends. Hi, my name is Ashwin, and I like playing with my brother outside for video games. What kind of video games do you like to play with your brother? I just play whatever he plays, Roblox or something like that, Minecraft. What do you like better, Minecraft or Roblox? Mm, I like Minecraft a little bit better. Because you build things in that one? Is that how that works? Yeah. What do you do in Roblox? You just play games. Like, there's a ton of uh, games. I play some games on my phone. They're always word games. There's a new one called Wordle that's getting popular among adults. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? Yeah, I think I've seen it advertised on Duolingo, which is about the only thing I do on my phone. Oh, it's advertised. That's weird. Yeah, Duolingo is a language learning program, and they run ads for a lot of games. I do crossword puzzles and games like that on my phone, but I've never played any of the games that are popular with kids. I played Minecraft, and I understand the attraction of that. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Serena, do you like any games? Yeah, I also play Minecraft and Roblox a little bit. On a computer or on your phone? I play on a computer. Can you remember the first game you ever played? The first game I've ever played, I think it was Halo. Oh, what's Halo like? I played it when I was like seven, six, I think. It's like a shooting game. It's old now. Yeah, I've heard of that. You need like a, some kind of video game. Yeah, I played it on my uncle's Xbox. Have you ever played Xbox games? Yeah, I, I play Minecraft on my Xbox. I used to play a lot of games on my Xbox, and then my dad got me a computer for my, for my birthday. So do you do anything besides playing games on it? Uh, I do homework on it sometimes. Do you, like, watch anything on YouTube or anything? Yeah, I watch YouTube, Netflix. Do you like any YouTubers? Kind of. I don't really watch it. I just play with my brother sometimes. How old is your brother? He's about to be eight. He's going to be eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think in like eight days, seven days. Are you guys good pals? Yeah. That's great. I love siblings playing together. Do you have any siblings, Serena? No, I'm an only child. You're an only child. Well, that's great, too, because you get a lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> do you have siblings, Kate? I do. I have uh, two brothers and a sister, and I'm the oldest. And I think part of my interest in directing theater came from directing them in all of the games when we were kids. I'm sure they'll tell you that. A lot of oldest kids are like that. Are you the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Your brother's seven. Yeah. And you're 12. No, I'm 11. You're 11. Mm -hmm. So you were an only child for four years, and then you got a baby brother. Yeah. Were you excited to get a baby brother? Yeah. Did you feel like you helped take care of him when he was a baby? Sometimes. I bet he was pretty cute. Mm. I heard that there's going to be a dance party here at Powderhorn Park. Outside. There is. Liz, is that a official Powderhorn Park event? Oh, yeah. We're having some music out by the ice rink. That's yeah. going to be really fun. Is that going to be every week for a while? Yeah, for about four to six weeks or as long as the ice holds out. Great. I can't wait to go to that. I was at Powderhorn Park last night to take my kids sledding. Have you guys ever been sledding here? Uh, not this that? year. How about you, Serena? I haven't actually, like, sled anywhere this year. And then there's going to be the art sled 
thing coming up, right? On when the 29th. The 29th? January 29th, okay. At 2 o'clock. On the, what I think of as like the scary hill. It's on the western yeah. slope. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it's a lot faster. That's going to be really cool. Have you guys ever gone to that before? Yeah, I think. Have you ever made a sled for it? No. Me neither. Have you gone to it, Serena? Do you know what it is? I don't know, but I've been to like a lot of hills where you can sled, so maybe I have. This is a thing where people decorate sleds. They use cardboard boxes and paper mache oh. and whatever and like make a sled look like, for example, a robot or something. <laughs> and then they go down the hill and everybody cheers. And there's usually a DJ or something. It's very festive and fun. And then sometimes the sled like gets wrecked as they go down. I'm definitely gonna go to that. And I wanna go to that ice skating DJ dance party too. Have you ever ice skated? Yeah, I used to play hockey. Oh, you must be really good. Yeah. I work at the Powderhorn Park Warming House, and we have lots of skates available for people to borrow if they want to try out skating for the first time or just if they want to come down here and skate. That's awesome. So when did the ice rink open up? Last week. And yes. the Warming House, when does that open? The Warming House has different hours on weekdays and weekends, and it's just changed, and so I don't really want to say because okay. I'm not sure what's right. Is there a way to find out? Yeah, so you can are? just call the park. Call the park, okay. Yes. It's also on the park board website with updates because things have been changing quickly, and we're trying to be open as much as we can. Okay, are things changing quickly because of Omicron or because of ice or what? Uh, both. There's always some changes because of the ice conditions and the weather conditions and so on. And with Omicron, we have to be careful about the warming house and the number of hours we're open and the number of people we can serve. So we're recording, I'll just say how we're doing this today, inside, but with masks. And I think it's working. I mean, yeah, we always have to like figure out now how can we do things? What's the safe way to do it? But now we've been in this pandemic for so long that I feel like we're really learning how to, how to be good at it, unfortunately. Get tested, stuff like that, and just hope that it's almost over. I started reading a book, like a novel, and in the book, the pandemic is starting. So the pandemic mm -hmm. has been going on for so long that it's actually in a book. There was enough time for someone to write a book, it's published, it's at the library. So this has been a really long pandemic. What do you guys remember about before the pandemic that was different? We used to travel a lot. Uh. Yeah, we used to travel a lot too. And I haven't traveled, I've been on a plane probably for two and a half years. How about you, Serena? What do you remember from before the pandemic? I kind of used to go to places a lot, and there are some restaurants that my family doesn't really go to anymore because they don't want it to be too crowded. And then there are like some things in school that are different besides masks. Like when we choose a spot, we have to sit there for a month because they want to keep track of where people sit. How about you, Kate? Well, normally, before the pandemic, I directed the theater arts program here at Powderhorn, and we haven't been able to have live performances because of the pandemic, so I really miss that. But I'm really happy that we were able to have the winter break program this year and that we are doing this now in cooperation with the Powderhorn Park podcast. So things are moving along. 
Well, tell us about the theater program. Well, for I think somewhere over 20 years, I can't even remember anymore, we've run a big summer program with two productions each summer for kids who live in the Powderhorn area or come in to do it. We would perform outside in the park and uh, have fully staged productions every summer. And we're really looking forward to the day when we can do that again. We also have winter break and spring break programming and sometimes additional programming, short-term programming. What was your winter break program? In our winter break program, we worked with students on individual audition projects, and they actually used work from two plays by William Shakespeare. And they did a really tremendous job with their work on Romeo and Juliet and on Macbeth. And Sverina was in that program, and maybe you'd like to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so we did the Macbeth thing, and then later we did the Romeo and Juliet, but we started off with Macbeth. And then we had other things that we did, like we did improv and stuff. That sounds really fun. During the winter break this past year, we had an opportunity to work on some Shakespeare pieces. And we have Serena, who's one of our students from that program with us today. And also Ashwan and Liz are going to be helping us read this piece that we worked with from uh, Macbeth. They haven't even seen this script before, or at least not in this context. But Serena worked on it a bit during our winter break program. And we're gonna try this act four, scene one, which is scene from Macbeth. Thrice the brindled cat hath mewed. Thrice and once the hedge pig whined. Harpier cries, tis time, tis time. Round and round the cauldron go, in the poisoned entrails throw, toad that under cold stone, days and nights has thirty-one, sweltered venom sleeping got, boil thou first in the charmed pot. Double, 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 toil and treble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Let a fenny sneak in the cauldron, boil and bake, eye of newt, and toll of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog, adders, fork and blind worm sting, lizard's leg and pallid wing, for a charm of powerful trouble like a hell broth, boil and bubble. Scale of dragon, tooth of wolf, witch's mummy, maw and gulf, of the raven sea salt shark, root of hemlock digged in dark. Add thereto a tiger's chaudron for the ingredients of our cauldron. Double, double, toil and treble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Okay, thank you very much. That was a wonderful experimental piece with some people reading for the first time and some people more familiar with Shakespeare's Macbeth. That was Act 4, Scene 1 from Macbeth. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. And thank you, Serena. And Ashwan. And Ashwan. That was fun, guys. Do you, Ashwan, do you know the story of Macbeth? No. Do you know it, Serena? No, not really. Well, it's, um, it's a very violent play. Yeah. Do you guys like violent movies? Yeah. <laughs> and there is a new movie version of it coming out. It's titled The Tragedy of Macbeth, which I think is really appropriate because it is a tragedy. It's a story about violence and battles and wars and one man's ambition and how much that hurts all of the people around him. The movie emphasizes that and emphasizes that a person's journey 
in life can go in many different directions and sometimes it can go in a really bad direction. It's a play that people have continually produced and gone to see all the way from Shakespeare's time because I think people understand that, because people understand how much violence can hurt people. And I think it has some things a lot of people like. It's got some witches, some kind of supernatural stuff where these witches involved in making it happen or did they just predict it? Do you they... remember when we talked about that a little bit, Sharita, and what we said? I kind of remember parts of the play that was explained. So basically the witches, they basically tell these guys' future, sort of, and this one guy apparently has sons that are kings, and this other guy, I think he's the king, or is he? The witches predict that Macbeth is soon to yeah, be king. Macbeth, who's soon to be king. But the other guy's sons will be kings. Yeah, and Macbeth's wife doesn't like that, so she does something. Yeah, she certainly does do something. It's she, murder. Yeah, she <laughs> wants her sons to be kings. She, she doesn't like the way the prophecy sounds, and so she and Macbeth decide to take things into their own hands. Does Macbeth kill the king? Or does Lady Macbeth? Macbeth, Macbeth kills the king. Does Lady Macbeth kill someone? No, Lady Macbeth is behind the scenes. Okay, she convinces. She, she, she very much convinces Macbeth, I would say, in my interpretation of the events, she convinces Macbeth to do it. And that the king, isn't it like his best friend or something? His best friend is the fellow who has the sons who will be kings. And yeah. the solution, Macbeth and his wife have a violent solution to that problem also. Because they kill... More people. More people, yes. And then, spoiler alert, <laughs> Macbeth gets killed in the end, doesn't he? He does, yes. Who becomes the king eventually? Well, doesn't, you know, we don't know, I would suggest that you read the book and <laughs> make your own decision about that. But yes, Macbeth, in the end, Macbeth finds out that this isn't going to work out for him. The witch's prophecy is fulfilled, though, in a very strange and interesting way. A really nice thing about it is that it can be staged in many different ways, and it would work well for a reader's theater production with sound effects and so on. And it's worked well. I've seen it staged in all kinds of strange places. I saw it at Longfellow School years ago. I saw a really wonderful production of it, and um, also at Emerson um, Spanish Immersion School, I saw an excellent production of it with students doing it. The production at Longfellow, when Burnham Wood appears, when the woods march, they came up the stairs at the school with tree branches, and it was really, people were gasping. It was amazing. I love school plays. Can't wait to see more in the future. It's helpful to see Macbeth as a play, and you can understand what's going on a lot more. Right. Because the language is kind of hard to understand. But when you see people also acting it out, that helps a lot. You guys did a tremendous job with the language, though, and I really like to have students just pick up the page and read. Because I think when you read it out loud, the language is less intimidating. Agree. My name is Oswald, and thanks for listening. Bye. My name is Serena, and thanks for listening.
My name is Liz. I'm going to give a shout out today to my kids, Opal and Liesl, and to Peter. It's his birthday tomorrow. This is Kate Norini at Powderhorn Park. I'd like to give a shout out to all the former students who have been part of the theater arts program here. I hope you're all well. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.